on the podcast edition of the Morning Reboot. Good morning. Hello, friend. Hello. Hi. Mm. Uh, today would be the day, or a day to, I guess, stay in bed because it's still hot and muggy, and uh, it's going to be stormy later. Yeah, it was, it was, um, it's not a word, but it was sweatable when I went outside to take to get the dogs at it, like 345. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, not, I'm so tired of the heat now. I'm like, uh, um, dear winter, can you hear me? Yeah, or fall, I, fall-like weather. We, we'll put it that way. We I won't know. go to the extreme of snow yet. I know. But give me a good breezy, crinkling leaves on the ground weather. Because I'm like, as my body's not built for this heat. I know, I know, and I, and I like it. Although this has been this has been a lot of heat for a lot of weeks, and. I don't I like I, I will allow the whining and complaining. Speaking of that, Peapot is back today. He really hates this weather. Um mm-hmm. I'll allow it because it's been a lot of it lately. But like I I know people like fall and fall is nice, but fall means winter is coming and I don't have to shovel humidity and my car's air conditioner gets going faster than my car's heater. And I'm pro- I'm sure yours is pro- <laughs> I'm sure yours is probably the same. Oh yeah, I pressed that air conditioning button. I'm like, oh praise Jesus, I'm about to just sleep in this car tonight. Right. Um, good morning. Uh, I have a, a question to to start with this morning. Did you make it to the comic book shop or a comic book shop over the weekend or Friday? No, I slept all damn day. Oh, okay. I sure did. No, no shade. I was like, you know what? I ain't got the energy and or the motivation. I was like, I just don't have it in me. Um, yeah, and I picked up a shift, and I was like, let me just work, so. Work, work, I work, mean, work, work. Well, it ain't that. It's literally, I have the hours of a 16-year-old getting a job for the first time, because everything's so reduced and cut back during COVID-19. So, it, like, today I go in from 4 to 7. I'm just... There to make sure no one steals anything. That's why I always say with these like small shifts, like I'm there to make sure no one takes anything because like anyone can do anything for three hours. So, um, if you, I should just be blessed that I have some sort of income, even though it's like, like I said, the paycheck of a 16 year old getting a job for the first time. Well, today I think we'll get closer to finding out if. Uh... Because the, the CARES package runs out today or, or did run out. So the Republicans will throw out their package and then we got to see if anybody's going to get more money. Um, it probably won't be, if I had to bet mo- money that I don't have, I, I thought all along there would be another like one-time stimulus, but I was l- more hesitant about the additional unemployment benefits. But I could see like another 1200 and then... Like an extra two or three hundred, not six hundred. So, but I, I just don't. I just don't get like there are, and I'm one of these people struggling. I'm not struggling, but like I don't have a job. So, like you know what I mean? Like it's just like I don't know what. And this is this. I'm speaking to both sides. I'm not just being biased like I normally am. I want to know their thought process when going into this because, like, it seems like a lot of politicians on both sides of the spectrum are just thinking about 
themselves. I'm like, you guys still get a paycheck. You no matter what, you guys aren't struggling on Capitol Hill. Like there is a Tammy, a Carl, a, a Donna with like children, a pet, or me. I live alone. So like you know what I mean? Like I'm fortunate enough to know that I'm not spending money on other people, but however with what other people spend money on other people within their family, I'm spending on myself. Like I still have bills, rent, a car note. Like you know what I mean? It's just so car note. I just I just want to know what their thought process is we, when they can... do think about stuff like this. Like do they actually think about the struggling American people? Because everyone's on different levels, but like at the end of the day, twelve hundred dollars is great. But like it's like twelve hundred dollars. Like that if you add up rent if you had a rent, my car payment, my insurance, let's see what else do I pay. Yeah, it's like a month My for electricity. People. It's like. Phone bill. Yeah, it's like a month bill. for people. So, like, so $1,200, that'll get me through with me scrounging pennies to put food on my table if I was a family. Well, remember, so like, hold on. Remember, on there is for uh, for families, they get more money. Like, they they could get upwards of, like, three grand. So, and... So yeah, but but when you do that, now you have to add what my... It, what I do. Now, double that. There's children. You know what I mean? So, it's just... I don't know. I could never be a politician. So that's why I don't even think about even running for political office. But it is what it is. You, It'll work out. We're you, Americans. That's what they say, right? Americans. Oh, we'll thrive. We always rise on top. Come you, out on top. You can see what they're thinking. Just watch C-SPAN. I don't know what channel it's on, but you can watch all the congressional dialogue. Or I can go to Twitter because that's where most of them do their talking anyway. It's probably more entertaining there um, than watching people in the halls of Congress. Um, something entertaining. Uh, if you, if you've got, cause I had been hesitant. I just had, what was I doing? Oh, I was, I was just being cranky for a week because of my, my eye thing, which I have a little update on, but I watched the old guard yesterday. What's that? Uh, it is a new comic book superhero movie that's on Netflix and Charlize Theron is in it. I'm sure you've, you've heard of it or seen about her, right? Mm-mm. It's good. It's good. And uh, she's the lead, and there is uh, uh, the second lead is a, a black woman from Ohio. I don't know who she is, but she was, uh, I guess the biggest thing she was in is If Beale Street Could Talk. Her name is Kiki Lane. Oh, okay. Do you know her? No, but I want to see. That's the movie I do want to see. It was good. I. I enjoyed it. Uh, I asked. I thought Vinny had told me that he liked it, but he said no because he was familiar with the comic, and he gave me the. It wasn't like the comic spiel, but I was like, whatever. I made it all the way through without shutting it off, so I enjoyed it. So I think that's a recommendation for you, my friend. <laughs> you made it further than you did with Hamilton. Than I would. <laughs> uh, there was no singing in the movie, so I was clear through. It. Yeah, yeah. The Hamilton lost me at singing. Um, Hamilton lost me when it's dead. This is Hamilton. Oh, um, I have a, I have a Mallory thing to update you on, and you can give me some some two cents on this. So we were supposed to get together on on Friday night. What were we gonna mm-hmm. do? I've I've I keep so I have a really nice bottle. Were you cooking and going to integrate it, integrate your dog? Uh, well, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Her dog's supposed to come over. 
and I keep promising her a really expensive bottle of wine that I have I bought a while ago and I have yet to open up. But um, I I think I ate I thought so I had I put fruit in my freezer like you freeze your bacon I put mm. raspberries and blueberries in my freezer. Are well, you supposed to? I don't see why you couldn't. Okay. So I think some of the blueberries that I used for a protein shake were not good, even though they were frozen. And uh, I was a little leaky. And she was was out at the driving range and drinking and out all day Friday. She skipped work. And then between my leakiness and her (laughs) being tired, we could not have the... Uh, I guess, literally and figuratively speaking, the dogs could not meet. Um, hey, adult problem. It happens sometimes. I've been there. I've made plans. And I'm just like, ooh, yeah, I had one margarita too many. Sorry. Well, we'll get to. I've been there. It happens. That's that's round two. So, she we agreed that uh, you know, let's get. Uh, let, let's do coffee or something Sunday morning before she gets her kids back. That didn't happen either. So I'll rewind to Saturday. And Saturday first started with um, her asking me if I knew someone whose Facebook post I just commented on. And uh, this was a girl that I was just like, you know, in a friendly way chatting with on Instagram and Facebook. And I think I had asked her out to coffee and if it happened, it happened. Not no big deal. Nice girl, all this stuff. That girl was Mallory's good friend who she went out with on Saturday. That's why she asked, do you know her in person? And uh, Oh, so they had a conversation about you. Positive. I, I, I don't know if it was that because there was nothing sorted going on. Like, like I literally stopped asking that girl anything, um, being maybe even a little bit rude. Um, when Mallory and I were, were hanging out, but apparently they're very good friends and, uh, nothing, nothing dramatic came of it. There was no drama. Um, Mm -hmm. and Mallory did point out, you know, I'm just asking because a lot of people, she said, what we all know, a lot of people have slept with a lot of other people and other people have been involved and there's that. I was like, yeah, I I know. You don't have to tell me. (laughs) I know. I don't know. We call it Inuit village here in in Toledo. (laughs) Um, but I, I was hoping that there would be no like alcohol fused anger or drama because, Again, Mallory was out on the boat on Saturday. And she's like, and this is why I really like her. Uh, she said, let's talk about this face-to-face tomorrow when I'm not drinking. Or, yeah, I was like, perfect idea. So I went to bed Saturday night and uh, I had a feeling. I just had a feeling. Uh, long story short, we did not get together yesterday because she went to bed at 4 o'clock in the morning. Um, and it was a, a day and night of drinking. So I'm a little disappointed, but that's it. I mean... Isn't it Sunday your me day anyway? N- well, now that like her and I are trying to connect and she has limited time, uh, I'm trying to not so not be so selfish. Who are you? I'm, I like this girl. I like... The, and I, good. Well, and fingers I, crossed. I want to give it an opportunity. And I, I'm... While I'm disappointed, I'm not... I'm not trying to. I'm, I'm trying not to be selfish here because she does have limited time, and between 
her working and dealing with her three kids and the drama that comes with her ex and the kids involved, you know, I realize it's a lot to juggle and I don't want to monopolize her free time. I'm not trying to be the person, especially now going, you know, I'd really rather you hang out with me than go hang out with your friends. It's only been a couple of weeks. So right. I don't want to be that person. Okay. And I did that's, that's not a that's not a bad conversation. No, not at all. Like I said, it's just disappointment, but I'm I'm proud of myself for not being selfishly disappointed because in realizing there's there's a bigger picture here. So that's I'm just trying to think beyond my normal I guess somewhat selfish scope of things. Mm-hmm. Um You good. I've I have a video game, but well, two video game things for you. I got a new one, so I did Paper Mario like you've been doing with it a lot of the weekend. Mm. What? You got Paper Mario? No, but I, I got another game that I, I played like time just flew. Oh, I was like, wait, when did you get a Switch? Right, what game is that? <laughs> it's called Ghost of Tsushima. It's a samurai game. It's fun. I enjoy it. Oh, okay. Um, it, it's a little it's a little more story than I'd like it to be. Like more story or Less story, more neck slicing, but I've enjoyed okay. it. Okay. But the video game thing I saw, I, I, I tweeted it at you and at Justin. Um, so apparently the, with some Nintendo hack, we found out that Luigi was supposed to be part of Super Mario 64. Oh. He was never in it. So was he? Well, yeah, apparently he was. Uh, some source code leaked out in this in this hack, and he was supposed to be a playable character in it. And I guess this was a big deal with Mario 64. Well, I have a 64 and Mario 64. I will hook that back up. Okay. Yeah, and I don't. Yeah, I, I tweeted the article at you and Justin. I, you're my Nintendo people for that. Ooh. I like Luigi. I'm a Mario stan, but I like Luigi too. What's the uh, the recent one? Luigi's Castle? Luigi's Mansion. Yes, yes, yes. Have you played? No, because the first one pissed me off. It was made for GameCube. And I was so confused about it. But yeah, I'm not... I, ne- I never really got into Luigi's Mansion. But I know it has like a cult following and people love it. Yeah, it looks like a, like a cool game. I, I didn't know that Luigi ever had his own game. Is this like one of the first ones? Yeah, that he like, yeah, that he's solo like. What's the word I'm looking for? Yeah, that he solo like jump starts and it's all about him. Yeah, got it. Okay. When I bought the game uh, at <clears throat> on, <clears throat> excuse me, at Target on Friday, um, I had to go find somebody to help me get it, and uh, turns out I spoke to someone who wasn't a Target employee. They were. They were two AT&T employees, two girls. Uh, again, <laughs> they long- do dress similar, Ed, now that you're thinking about it. Well, they were in black, and I'm like, they were. They went behind the electronics department counter, so I figured I'd ask them. Right. And they said they'd get somebody. Long story short, I'm going to need your help in the coming days because I have an iPhone 11 on the way. Uh-oh. You've upgraded finally? <laughs> Look, she was trying to sell me. I, I I had just come from the gym. I was in a great mood. I was going to get this cool game. I was feeling good. She said, I can upgrade for the 11 at no cost. I can, I said, I, I don't want to upgrade now because I want to get the 12. She's like, I can put you on the AT&T next plan and you can upgrade the 12 for nothing at all. And how much are you paying for your bill? I can get that down. So with all that I heard, I'm like, 
whatever. It cost me 50 bucks for the tax on the phone. It's coming today or tomorrow. I'll have to get a new case, but I figured, why the hell not? I want a new phone. See, you can't tell me like this. I'm one of those people. Like, anytime someone's like, hey, I'm getting a new phone. I was like, oh, I want to I wanna keep up with the Joneses. I want a phone. What do you but, ha- I mean, I have the XR. Okay. I have the yellow phone. I always tell people, they're like, what do you have? I'm like, I have the yellow phone. And like, oh, you have the XR. Because apparently it only comes in yellow or something like that. I don't know. Well. I don't even know what the R stands for. Why do they put letters at the end? I'm so confused. I'm. I'm not the new phone person that I used to be because I like the size of my phone and I don't really have any problems with it at all. Um, but mm-hmm. she sold me enough to to the point, and, and I, I didn't think like I was getting suckered. I don't think I'm going to have to call AT and T or her in three months and go, "Why the fuck is my bill 120 dollars?" Right. And, and it, it she told me everything that I wanted to hear. So I'm like, ah. Why not? But I will need you, so I'm going to have to buy a new phone case, because I guess... Oh, Jesus. Hold on, hold on. (laughs) I I know where this is going. I didn't get the big one. I just got the regular one, whatever the regular size one is. Um, So I had to ask Philip what case I have, because the case I have was on my 7, too, and it's awesome. I've dropped this phone as much as anybody has, or a normal amount, and it's never broken. This case has been phenomenal. Um, and it's it's not bulky or anything like that, but I will need you to put a screen protector on if you could, because you're a master of it. Sure. You're the screen protector Buddha. <laughs> I, I am the screen protector whisperer. I can yes, do that. yes. Um, so you you had Deja was out on a Thursday night, but did you have stuff to do over Was the I? Week? Well, kind of for uh, pride, pride shooting stuff. Oh yeah, I was like, wait, I didn't go out on Thursday, did I? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so what? Yeah, uh, so I, I did, filming. Yeah. I didn't see much of your weekend stuff. Did you? Did you have anything going on? Um, I performed Friday and Saturday. I, I've just been trying to keep like a low profile because I feel like I've been just throwing myself out there. And I feel like when I throw myself out there a bunch. A lot of naysayers come back, and I'm just like, I don't need this negativity in my life. Ugh, it's very, it's very, very pop star complex. Like, I feel like I'm doing good, but then like I get ten haters. I'm like, oh, this is draining trying to defend oneself. Oh, so I'm just like, you're Ugh. like Selena Gomez. <laughs> Can you give me someone else? No, you have like 45 million followers, but it's the 11 irritants that really get under your skin. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just like, uh, so, um. Yeah, I performed this weekend. Uh, do, do, do. We did Pride stuff. Had a great night Friday and Saturday. The crowd came out. And I needed hats off to everyone on Adam Street, and especially our peeps down in Georgia's and the people who support us um, at Georgia's 419 on Adams. They have been doing a great job social distancing. And I know like a part of it is like we have shows outside, so it's easier to yeah. keep keep apart from each other. Like We do have to make announcements like every like 40 minutes, like, Hey, just so you know, to keep our shows going, we just have to implement social distancing and like, but like you get a group of five people, they're going to be close, but like we just try to, we make sure that people know you have to social distance. And if you are kind of close quarters, keep your mask on, all that jazz. So, and I know that from down to OT, all the way down to Georgia's, like that strip of the village, um, they're all just they're all doing their best and we're doing really good and knock on air. Cause I'm not near, here we go. Knock on my wall. Um, 
as a community, we're doing great. I can't speak for like the other bars that are not within like our own little strip cult of a street that I like to call it. But for the size of Toledo, we're doing pretty well with wearing a mask. Because I know my friends work down in Columbus. They have a curfew. Their bars have to close at 11. At all the bars in Columbus? Mm-hmm. I don't know if that started this weekend or if it's coming up this week. But I've, I've seen a few articles shared. Um, one of my good friends works at one of, I won't say the bar's name, works at one of the biggest LGBTQ plus bars down in the short north area. And they have to close around, I want to say, it is, I think it is 11 because I've never, I didn't see anything after that. They have to close before the next day. We'll put it that way. Yeah, we, we've been really fortunate in the state, and but also I think it's been fine around here. I mean, I we know about all the all the complainers, but it's it's been manageable. Yeah, and we we've just been respectful, and it's like for for every person who bitches about wearing a mask, there's 20 people who are wearing it. So it like it it kind of like cancels out those five naysayers because it's just like all right, then you, when you five get sick and you're boohooing on Facebook or whoever you are, like like your chest hurts or like whatever. We're like, see, we told you. And we're not malicious about it, but it's just, you know, I, I've been working closely with the Lucas County, Toledo Lucas County Health Department and stuff. Because, so, like, we were working on the mask up 409. And some of those comments, I was telling, um, I'm going to mess up her name. We'll call her Maj. Um, Wait a second. You know, I was just going to ask you. I met her a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, I met her a couple of weeks ago as well. So, and we've become, like, We'll say social media friends. Like, well, we message each other on Facebook. Like, by no means, like, are we like, hey, girl, let's go get cocktails. Or, hey, girl, how's your day? Like, we're just, but, like, the people who comment on these, I think people legit think Facebook trolling is a job. And I wouldn't be surprised if people clock in and out of work and get a secret base pay that we don't know about. Because a lot of people just speak nonsense in these comments. And I'm just like, Huh? <laughs> like you know when someone says something, and perfect example. Have you ever had a debate with someone and they just totally blindsided you with this random thing you've never heard before? But like you have to take it back to be like, I don't believe you. But did you really just say that? And you like go in your head. You're like, you know, when they walk away, I'm gonna go down this rabbit hole and figure out where they found this information from. Because a, I know it's not true. But I just want to know what part of the internet did they find this from that they think it's so real. So I would put reading Facebook comments on public figures or public service sites are the same as reading Facebook comments on like the news sites. Don't do it. Yeah. Because the, the, the nonsense that you can read will make your head hurt. We'll put it that way. Did, did you, you must have met Maj right after I had, I think you and Alex look her up. Do you remember that? I was like, I gave you the, I said, look up Majita Stefan. And yeah, and you're ima- the, that's the girl you're talking about? Yeah. yeah um, and, and I was like, and, imagine, imagine what she looks like. And then you get basic white girl. That's yeah, complimentary, Maj. Really down to earth. And I enjoyed yeah. her. Like, yeah. So like, yeah, she, we actually talked about you. She's like, so you know, Eric, I was like, yeah. I'm Floyd. And then she like put two and two together. Cause like I met her as Deja. Cause like she wanted to do something all inclusive with the community, 
for Mask Up 409. And I and I was very honored that like she was just like, hey, would you like to be a part of this campaign? I was like, oh, absolutely. Because, you know, I'm the biggest person who preaches a mask. So Yeah, and she's she is a good friend. So Ashley knows her because she's very good friends with Ashley's Ben from work, the work husband. Yes, yes, that and we also connected on that level as well. Right. So back to the point of what Mallory was saying about, oh, oh I know everybody knows everybody intimately around here. So um, I just looked it up real fast, and it looks like today, or I'm sorry, tomorrow, uh, Columbus bars and restaurants have to close at 11. So they might have just been getting ready for it over the weekend. Uh, okay. So probably like their last hurrah before everything went in. Okay. Yeah. Um, I It was kind of odd to me. You, when people don't like something, they're usually very vocal about it. Um, and I, you, both of us spend a lot of time online to see these kinds of things. If anybody disliked or hated the Taylor Swift album, they didn't say anything about it. I've only seen people absolutely loving it, and I'm kind of surprised. I I haven't even went down this rabbit hole. Like, I have my my same four people who like updated how how they're she's their queen, but I'm just like, eh. like it. She has just has that fandom that like no matter what they release, people love. Like I, if you love it, you love it. Like if it, especially in these times, if something makes you happy, who am I to judge against you? Just not up my alley. No, it's not our kind of music at, at all. Like yeah. I, I prefer the ear candy that she was doing before, but this stuff is is much deeper and, and much more emotional. So I was very interested to see the reaction to it. And and again, if people disliked it. Uh, they they didn't get angry about it and post about it. I've only seen like absolute adoration for it and people saying like this is maybe her best album yet because it's like the first She's finally co- making grown folks music. Yeah, it's like the first two albums, but the maturity that she's gained in the time from when she created those things, like almost 15 years ago now. So I, I'm glad that people liked it. Again, personally, I don't love the the aesthetics of the song, uh, but I can respect the greatness of it. And she was like really in her feels and very emotional and very intimate to get these things out. I mean, th- these things are super deep. So, and, and it's... And home- God, I'm sorry. I was saying homegrown so 1.3 million copies yeah. in 24 hours. Well, stre- like, streamed. Okay. Yeah, it streamed a ton. Um, oh, no, she sold. Sold? Sold. Like, people bought the album. Like, downloaded it, paid money for it. Like, I was like, ain't no way in hell. No one's buying albums like that anymore. I went to Billboard. I went to Rolling Stone. You know, I did my thing. You know, this is my, this is my thing. Yeah, like, people ate this up. So, like, so... People are fiending for new music. So if you're an artist out there wanting to release music and you have like a cult following, now's the time to do it. I'm telling you. That's why I had an issue when somebody criticized, like everybody who wasn't The Weeknd and Dua Lipa for releasing new music during quarantine. Like that, that was the perfect time to do it. And what Taylor Mm -hmm. did, I mean, granted, she's in another galaxy when it comes to to stardom and releasing songs she but she showed exactly why it was the right time to release stuff because people wanted something and something like like what she gave them so good for her yeah i mean well we talked about it when we're like hey gaga give us this album gaga give us right i can't do it right now people are suffering no we're not suffering we're just bored like i i have no problem having a solo dance party in my living room like give us this music 
Yeah, as people were, were so isolated, give them something that connect can, can connect you to them. And Taylor Swift has certainly done that, even though we're not as isolated as we once was. But maybe all the somber, sullen feelings people have had for four months have been poured into listening to, to Taylor's album. So, yeah, I'm glad you saw that number like I did. Like, that's that's a, a big deal. It's huge, yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Something else about the Taylor thing, but I forget what it was. Um, where, where, where was my list here? Oh, can I play you something? Sure. Um, so you saw the Regis film. Ain't Kanye West or anything. Nothing gonna make me mad. Uh, I did see something that I think he had a hospital visit and he's back to focusing on music. So whatever was last weekend was definitely, definitely like a <laughs> manic episode. He's trying to repair his relationship with what he's trying to do. I know. I, I think... In the story that I glanced through, it said he was, somebody said he was regretful for sharing what he did last weekend with. Uh, oh, he put out a whole statement. It, it's, mm-mm. With what's her face? Uh, Chris, yeah. Chris Kardashian, Kardashian Oon Jung or whatever. Yes. Yeah. So he definitely had an episode. Um, Let me play this. So you know about the Regis thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was waiting. I don't know he was old though. I know, but he was one of those people that was that always looked old. Like I don't know what a young Regis Philbin looked like because I remember him. You pro- when I before uh, before Prices Right came on when you were home sick with a stomach ache, you watched like Regis and Kathy Lee, right? I sure did, and I was like, this woman's loud. Um, that's that's legendary status. Like if you look back at any career within like television or media. It's Regis. Like he, you keep in mind, he was the first host of Millionaire. He's the first host of America's Got Talent. Like he was in everyone's face. And like, man, it's sad. But oh, I'm gonna watch. Re, I'm gonna watch live with Kelly tonight. Today, see what she said anything about him. Yeah, I, I mean, I think they got along really well. So I think she'll be very yeah for sure. They like each other. I was, I, unfortunately, this, this is just the world that we, and it's good that, that people are being called out for it, but um, I was waiting to hear somebody, and it, it won't happen now, but maybe at some point it will. Uh, I'm waiting to hear someone say something about his alleged inappropriate behavior. I mean, he was around a long time. He's an older white guy who had a lot of power, and I'm just waiting for someone to come out and say, yeah, but we just did this, and I hope it doesn't happen. I hope he didn't do that because he seems like he was so he's like you like you have so much charisma so much good energy and and that that seemed like him where you just being around him would pick you up oh well thank you you're welcome you're welcome um all right so let me give you this and I remembered it and let me see if we were thinking the same thing first ever millionaire winner use my lifeline call my parents what are their names uh, yes. um, my father. Do you remember what he did? Tom. I do remember. And his name was John Carpenter, was yeah. it? Yeah. 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 It took me a minute to remember what it was like. see if he can help you. All right, just listen. Hello? Hello, Tom? Yeah. Hi, Regis Philbin here from Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Regis Hi. Philbin here. We've got uh, your son John uh, with us right now. He's doing pretty well. Good. He's won a half million dollars. Wow. And he's going for a million dollars. How about those edits? <laughs> yeah. And he needs your help to get there. Okay. So he's going to come on the line, read a question, four possible answers. One of them is the right answer. And uh, the next voice you hear will be John's. 
John, you've got 30 seconds. Starts right now. Uh, hi, Dad. Hi. Uh, I don't really need your help, but I just wanted to let you know that I'm going to win the million dollars. <laughs> Who's got chill? Uh, because the U.S. president appeared on Laughing is Richard Nixon. That's my final answer. Well, what a flex by John Carpenter. Oh, I, that is, that goes down. I'm happy that I was alive, like of sound, conscious mind and body. Like I was a teenager. I'll remember because keep on millionaire was like the hot show like yeah. we rushed home at nine o'clock or eight o'clock whenever it came on to watch billionaire because a you played along with it because then you realized how dumb and or smart you were and i remember when he did that because he had two days because he was he was the you because he did two contestants and he was the second one i remember they like build it up they're like the first time in prime time history because they couldn't say like in like game show history but like when he did that i just remember like sitting there like this is the coolest moment ever. Like, it, I will remember that. Like, I even remembered his name as soon as he went on the line. I was like, that's John Carpenter. Yeah, I, I, that's I have crazy. I have the same memories as you did. It was like the it was the early. It might have been two thousand. It was that show, and mm-hmm. and and Survivor, which both shows changed primetime television. Oh, for sure, forever during during that time. And I did the same thing. Like, it's it's easy, and, and that's where I started my line. It's easy if you know. If you know the answers and that, that, that dramatic music and Philbin's nasally delivery, it was a great show. <laughs> oh, I'm Regis Philbin. Yes! Oh man. That's, oh man. You know, that's, that's a loss. So like, you know, like when people are just like, Oh, so-and-so passed. I'm like, well, they were 88. That's a great life. But like he had a great life. And like, he was just like how we always think, who do we always think? Like Alex Trebek was like, everyone's like evening, babysitter or evening father for a half hour like Regis Philbin was there in the morning in the afternoon yeah. and night he was your all time well I guess for my age I would say when I was home my mom went to work eating chicken noodle soup it was like Regis Bob Barker and whoever anchored the new news you know what I mean who always so it, it's all it's all part he's iconic legendary and definitely part of tv he should be in the hall of fame of some sort if he's not he was our he was everybody's tv grandpa oh for sure for sure that's the best way to put it yep and then then we got to the point where like in the 2010s and even now like if i'm at the gym and it's the show is still on in syndication it was meredith vieira and now somebody else hosts it and i'm like that's not my millionaire host it's Jimmy Kimmel now, isn't it? Because he does like the celebrity version. I don't know, but it's still on. Is, is yeah, was it, it is still on. Was it Terry Crews? I, I feel like there was a black guy. Oh, because Wayne Brady took over. Let's make a deal. It may, yeah. I, you know, I don't know. That's a good. I'm gonna go down a rabbit hole sooner or later. Do you remember Weakest Link? You are the Weakest Link. Goodbye. Yeah, that that British lady. Yeah, Ooh, she I, scared the hell out of me. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't get into that one a whole lot. What else? What were there, were there other? I, what was the one that Howie Mandel did with the suitcases? Oh, I love Deal or No Deal. Yeah, that was another big Megan, one. Um, Meghan Markle came from there. Was she a model? One of the models? Yes, she was one of the models. Yep. Okay. 
Yeah, I in the 2000s and even in the in the 2000s I didn't watch a lot of primetime TV because of my schedule when I was on the air, which was usually I was either was just working Oh at, wow. What? Sorry to cut you off. So here's the order of millionaire hosts. Okay. Regis, Meredith, Cedric the Entertainer, Terry Crews, Chris Harrison, and now Jimmy Kimmel. I knew it was yeah, I thought Terry Crews was there. Yeah, they've yeah. had a lot. It's still on. It's in syndication. Mm-hmm. In the 2000s, I was either like on the radio at night or in the overnight, or was it club? So I missed a lot of stuff. And then in the 2010s, I got to watching a lot of uh, sports, so I could do sports radio. So I, I missed a lot of shows like Lost and every other big show. I I missed, and I've never gone back for. So, but I watched Millionaire though. Millionaire was the show. Mm-hmm. Oh man, what I'm trying to think because it was like because they marketed it as like they had other game shows with it as well, but I think Millionaire just kind of took over the whole thing, and then like Fox got you, here's here's Floyd Anderson's useless information got weakest link, and I remember yes because she was so controversial at the time because she was just so dry and mean that Millionaire would come on first, and we would rush over to Fox to watch Weakest Link because like we'd be like. Oh, he's so positive. Let's go watch the mean lady on Fox. So, but there was another game show. I can't think of it. It didn't last long. It was around that same era. Because um, Deal or No Deal came a little bit after those two. Damn it. I cannot think of it. It's not, a, not who's smarter than a fifth grader. There was that one. No, I can't think of it. Those, those, those shows and the one that you didn't name perfectly personify me like i liked millionaire because i liked being challenged intellectually i in all its years not not even in its biggest years was i ever an american idol fan i'm like great people sing really well good for them (laughs) i'm literally trying to think of it i can't think of it right now yeah damn it because it it wasn't good it wasn't good but we watched it because it kind of just either followed it or became before Millionaire. Like Millionaire had like an hour time slot. This show had like a half hour. Like it was kind of just like, well, let's wind down from the excitement of Millionaire. And it was on ABC. Man, it, it, I believe so, but I could also, it could also be like that. Um, what's the, what do they call it? Like the, not the butterfly effect, but like something that I thought was real but never happened. Deja vu. No, no, no. Your oh. imagination. I don't know. I, I keep getting, I'm like, I just Googled, who wants a billionaire? Who want, What came on after who wants a millionaire? We'll see. Are you asking? Oh, okay. Um, I'm Googling it. What else? I, I feel like there's a million things to get to today, but like all little things. It is kind of nice that we're not having these big philosophical and societal discussions anymore. Uh, things have calmed down a little bit, although that's not necessarily a great thing because I don't want... And and now you probably notice more than I do. Um, hey, hello, uh, slacktivist white people. Black Lives Matter. That's still a thing. We got to keep that going here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, our life still matters, even though it's not trending. That's what I try to tell people. Right. Yeah. No, you're you're a thousand percent right. Um, let. So I want. I was thinking about doing this today. Let Let's come up with this for tomorrow. I saw somebody posted on Facebook, and I'm totally stealing it from them. Um. COVID Christmas songs. Oh, no. And I, I thought I came up with some really good ones. 
but let's come up with a list of those tomorrow. Uh, like the 12 symptoms of COVID or the 12 ventilators of Christmas. Oh, yes. Is that too soon? No. I mean, I'm here for it. You know me, my personality. I find the humor in everything. So please don't don't give me this go-ahead because you know I like to make up fake songs on albums. Yeah. Um, uh, parentheses, this is my, parentheses, Last Christmas by Wham. Done and done. I'm on it. <laughs> <laughs> Say no more. Yeah, so the COVID Christmas list. We'll do that tomorrow. Um, I'll text Janet here in a minute. As soon as I freaking... Oh, that's what it was. All right. Duh. Okay, so I figured it out. This is the lineup it went back in the day. Okay. It went. You watched Who Wants to Be a Millionaire on ABC. And then you switched over to NBC to watch Fear Factor. But I then, remember that. Yes, but then... You wound down around like 9.30 because Weakest Link was a half hour. The other shows were an hour. Then Weakest Link came on at like 9.30 and then you went to Fox. So you totally channel hopped. So you started out with Millionaire, then you went to Fear Factor, and then you went to Weakest Link. Weakest, uh, Weakest Link. I knew I was going to figure out what it was. It was Fear Factor. Oh, I wanted to be on that show so bad. I never... Well, they would have put you in a hot air balloon. Yeah, I know, and I probably would have died. I never, uh, I never watched. I never got into that show, and it's always and and to this day. In fact, I just read something that he's. I just read something that he said this morning or whatever. And recently, it was really awful. I'm not a Joe Rogan fan. I've never been a Joe Rogan fan. Maybe I've never gotten into UFC or MMA because of Joe Rogan. I know he's got a super. Is pop- he a fighter? He was the host of Fear Factor. I, I know he was the host of Fear Factor, but like I didn't. Why did you say UFC? Did he do stuff there? He he helped popularize it. He's been like their oh. he's been like their John Madden announcer from the get go of of oh, UFC, okay. and I've I've just never liked him, and I respect the fact that he is a really um, popular podcast. Except I guess on that podcast recently, and I tried to read t- to make sure I had the context for sure. He basically said video games are a complete waste of time. Um, <gasps> How dare he? And. He always looks like he's drunk anyway. I I disagree with his sentence. Like, some things are there (laughs) to be a a, a positive waste of time, but he had some pretty demeaning, damning comments towards video games. And I'm sorry, you can't fight that battle anymore because video games have been around for, like, almost 50 years, and they're... Longer than him. They're they're mind they're productive mindless escapes. If you want to criticize people for making a living on them now, fine. But you know if you're if you're thinking that this is supposed to be like an intellectual peer of education, no. Sometimes we just need escapes. He hit a nerve with you. The passion in your voice right there. I'm just not a big fan of his. You um, know I you know I only I only as I just type. Joe Rogan in my search engine. He's done a lot of stuff, but I honestly only know him from Fear Factor. Apparently, he was on news radio and in the movie Zookeeper. That makes sense. Yeah, was, and he's he, from the Man Show. I, yeah. I didn't know. I just thought he was just from Fear Factor. Who he, knew? he has been a he has been a, a TV star. Um. So, but yeah, but I've never been a fan of his at all. I'm texting Janet right now. Uh, what would you have done on Fear Factor? Or what wouldn't you have what, done? What wouldn't I have done? Um, there, they did do one where they someone had the type rope between two hot air balloons. I could not have done that one. Like I would have chicken shit out of that. Like as soon as I would have heard the whoosh, whoosh of like the hot air balloon noise, mm-mm, 
I don't even need a million dollars. Like I, I couldn't push my pride aside for that. Um, the bug eating challenges I could never do because they had to eat them live. And also there was one, they always did a claustrophobic one, like where they had to go into a tight space. Yeah. Cause like the, cause the, the way it went was like, it was always like the eating challenge and then like the phobia, like fear of heights, fear of other stuff, like claustrophobia was always the second challenge. And the last challenge was always like an action packed challenge. Like, the one that sticks out in my head, the guys had to, like, drive a car at, like, 150 miles per hour, but they had to, like, grab something by, like, driving it, but then had to go under, like, a semi-truck and grab a flag. So, like, the action pack stuff, that stuff I couldn't do because that takes too much coordination, and I also have a fear of getting run over by a semi-car on a semi-truck, so no way. So, in other words, I would last maybe the credit on Fear Factor. Like on this episode of Fear Factor, Floyd, Floyd has left the show. That's literally, literally how long I'd last on that show. I uh, when I did watch it, if I did tune in, it was because they had hot people. Like it was amazing how like they can only re- find really hot people to do these things, mm-hmm. and, and that was the key to like so many shows. Like if you weren't going to ask questions or sing, you had to be attractive. And all these years later, mm-hmm. there's Big Brother still, right? Yes. Um, and I remember when I was doing radio shows back oh, then. Oh, Big Brother. Oh, I forgot that show, too. Yeah, and it, it, Celebrity Big Brother or All-Star Big Brother is, is happening in, in a week or so. And I know people really love that show. I wonder if they'd love it if the people weren't so attractive, though. Um, <laughs> back when I was doing radio stuff uh, in the 2000s with Fear Factor, that's when, like, you know, hey, you want to win Lincoln Park tickets or Britney Spears tickets? Eat these bull testicles. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They would always. Yeah. I would say the. I would say the eating challenges were always just. Mm-mm. Or. Spe- <laughs> Speaking of bull testicles, Janet's on with us. Hello, dear. Oh God! I can't believe you said that. Um, <laughs> we were just talking about like Regis Philbin passing and and like primetime oh, game show. Regis Philbin died yesterday or Saturday. Oh, I didn't know that. Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was eighty-eight years old, and uh, we were just talking about the the nighttime game shows we'd watch and um what would would you do fear which show would you be best on fear factor deal or no deal american idol or who wants to be a millionaire which would you be best at oh definitely who wants to be a millionaire i'm good at answering questions <laughs> definitely in fact i wanted to go on that show to be honest with you but you know you can it's hard to break into stuff like that but i i knew i could do it and i knew i could win something you I mean are, I don't know if I'd get to the million but I know I'd get pretty close you already have that much mo- that much money anyway so you don't really <laughs> I don't are you kidding <laughs> look what I do for a living hardly Who, uh, how are you guys I miss seeing I'm my surprised. buds in person yeah <laughs> um but we're, we're, I miss we're, you guys we're hanging in there um yeah no no visitors yet unfortunately You're trying to be as Oh I see safe no one says I miss you too. Okay got it. I I miss I miss you Aunt Janet. <laughs> All right. Auntie J. Um so Floyd uh, the Monroe Pop Fest is officially postponed and so is Janet's event now. Yeah I did. Mm-hmm. I had to I had to risk. I didn't want to take a chance because did you hear what happened to the Stranahan? Um the dance they had recital. The Stranahan some kind of dance recital or something yeah and the dance and they parents can't... the dance parents lost their shit well yeah because the day before i mean you, can you imagine all the work that goes in to that i mean look what i do with the event it takes me like four or five months to even get things moving i have to start almost 
I mean, at least five months ahead of time to get things kind of going and rounding the vendors up and the readers and blah, 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 and situated with, you know, the seats and everything. And can you imagine the day before? I would have had a complete fit. Was that this weekend? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <gasps> That's what my friend Kelly was talking about. Okay, I didn't know what the she was... The day before, Floydie. The heated. day before. Well, she, was, she was heated about something, and she had posted a picture of her daughter, like, in, like, her outfit. It was just, like, And she kept saying, this is bullshit. And I was like, I didn't know what she was talking about. I thought she was talking about, like, yeah. how much it cost up her daughter in makeup and stuff. But now, like, no. looking back, putting two and two together. <clears throat> oh, everything makes sense now. Okay, I got You know, it. I, I don't... It's not for me to be upset one way or the other I guess but you had uh, the way I would think is you had you've had to you would have to expect this and I yeah, think uh, the health yeah. commissioner uh, the, the guy that we had on with this Floyd Eric Jasinski was like look there's mm-hmm. like 300 people and a lot of them are coming from outside the area that's just not a good idea and I get oh my it. god there go are, to the casino I, it's I, all Michigan and I get that there are yep. other there are other you know athletic or act active events where there's a lot of people and sometimes things are going to fall through the cracks. I, I get it. And I get that's the, why I'm not taking a chance. Yeah. That's why I'm saying, you know what? I'm bowing out early. And if October doesn't work, then we go into next year. We work right. it out. Right. I, and I get it. Maybe the, the timing of the cancellation was really bad, but yeah. it's, it's to be as cautious and as safe as possible because the last thing you want is to, one, to have it, you or your kid get sick. And two, for us to become some big story, Toledo has dance recital, hundreds get sick. Well, some of these places, like these like these uh, bars, and I, I, there's one in particular. My friend wanted to go to dinner one night and, you know, hang out, listen to music. And I said, no, nah, I'm not going to go. And I said, I'm just going to hang out at home. And I drive by because I'm really close to, it's close to where I live. And I drove by just to see if they were their cars were there. Their cars were there. But it was packed, and nobody was wearing masks. This is before it was mandatory. And so no one was where, and it was right after everything was lifted, maybe a couple weeks after. They're standing next to each other and going, what in the hell is this about? I did see oh. some, I saw something this morning that uh, caught my eye. So the NFL might not pay players who get caught being places where they shouldn't be. Like, Oy. because an NBA player uh, left the, the Orlando bubble they have over the, or late, late last week for the funeral of a, a father or an uncle or something like that. And then he, uh, a rapper took a picture with him at a strip club and people knew that he wasn't just going to the funeral. Uh, right. Now, he said he was just picking up food and this is in Atlanta. So I can tell you for sure that sometimes strip clubs act also as great steakhouses, but it, it's a bad look <laughs> and it's not safe. So it's true. Um, no, I'm only laughing because I went to a strip club once in Detroit and they had hot wings. I was yeah. like, what the hell? Yeah, that's oh, true. no, that, that, that's, he is so right about that. Because my ex-boyfriend used to take me to this place in St. Louis called, uh, it was something like uh, P something, P con, comma S or something. And it was a strip place that he liked to go to. And it was nothing but the best food ever. He yeah. said, Janet, you're really going to like the food. Uh, so, yeah, I think you're right about that. It was just a bad look. And so I, I wonder if the NFL will actually get this through because they won't be in a bubble. And they, it's like you can't be in an indoor club with more than 15 people. You can't be at this place and that place. And I was – so they could risk their salary. Um, if they Will get they fo- still let them play, do you think? Well, I guess, but not if they if they get sick. And I, mm. I was wondering – I was trying to connect this with how complicated all this is. is like let's say – Player X is 
photographed here at a busy restaurant, not acting like an idiot, but just a place where he shouldn't be. And then he comes down with the virus. But who's to say he got it there? Because it seems like contact tracing has been pretty unsuccessful. Yeah. Mm. Wow. I don't know. Complicated times. And that's why you're here to give people some guidance. There's a lot going on. And, you know, astrologically, we have a real, I'm gonna, I know it's a little, it's a few months ahead, but we have a, when I, whenever these retrogrades come up, I like to talk about them prior because we can prepare ourselves. So September 9th through November, beginning a few months, I'm sorry, a few weeks prior, we're going to be feeling the effects of this really heavy retrograde. It's a retrograde that hits us every two years, and it's a big one. It's right around the time of the election. I think after November 13, we're going to see a, 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 a seize, a, I would say things are going to ease up considerably, seizing up quite a bit with this COVID thing. I don't know why I feel that. I just do. I, I just, and I also said last time that August would be the time so coming up that we're going to start seeing things shifting a little bit. Let's hope. I, I'm right about that. But, um, but the sun is in Leo, so it means that it should be a sunny time for all of us. I know that sounds very, you know, childlike, but whatever. It's going to be a better month in that sense. So it's good to just enjoy the heat while you can and just kind of go for it. Tell that to Floyd. So, Tell him to enjoy the heat. Ew, no. Are you enjoying the heat, baby? Have you met anybody yet? Floydy. It's too early to tell. Oh, I knew. You know what? You can't tell me. You can't hide it. But I'm going to tell you something. Your best time is coming up next year. Definitely. Are we looking at birth dates, guys? Birth dates? Yeah. What do you mean? Relationship people? I sent you some some questions. Okay. Do you want me to look at them? Was that something you want me to do? Because I'm willing to do it. Yeah, yeah. Some readings. We, we, you know, it's, we've been doing this. Oh, Floyd dipped out. He'll, he'll be back in a second. He got disconnected. He's back. Floyd. No, every you, Monday at 8 o'clock. I don't know why my phone does that. I'm like, what are you doing? Janet, we've done this for months. I ask listeners for some questions, and I send them over to you, and you read them, and they listen back on the podcast. Absolutely. So let's start with Kevin. Kevin wants to know about his relationship with Tyler. The interesting thing, Kevin, you're a Virgo, but because of the placement of where you're your chart is, and thank you so much for the time of birth because that gives me a, a, an actual view of what's going on with you. You have a, you're a Virgo, but you have your relationship sign in your personal house. What that basically means is, is that you're um, very independent when it comes to love, relationships, partnerships. So being a, a, a Virgo with a lot of Leo, you definitely run the show, but you're, you're cautious about your money, you're, everything's kind of like independent and every aspect of the word. There's a lot of chemistry here between you and Tyler. Tyler is very intense. I love work ethics, his work ethics. I like Taurus people anyway. I like all signs, but Taurus people just are one of my favorite signs because they seem to have this motivation and tenacity, but they can be a little neurotic So when it comes to things that they do. And I would say that he is like that. He's very much his own person, creature of habit. Um, but I really love the connection. I think you two have... An interesting relationship. I don't know if long-term because of the differences in communication styles, but I would definitely say that there's chemistry, and you're coming into a big life change, which begins next year anyway, um, Kevin. Career, work, job, love, everything. But it does look like this is a good match. Um, ah, hold so on. So then we have wait, another wait, wait, Kevin. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, what? Oh, God. What? Floyd. Yes. That was Kevin Randall's. I know who these people are. Oh, okay, because I didn't know. Okay, I, I didn't like, want to say like the them. last name. Do you know them, I'm, Kevin? I mean, I mean, Floydy, do you know Kevin? 
Uh, Jenna, I'm like the Gaia of the gay community. When you said those two names, I said, I know them people. Oh. I'm a hey girl. Because I thought, I had asked you a couple weeks ago, like, where's Kevin Randall's been? But he's he's okay. He said he's been working a lot. And guess he's what? a nice guy. He's very independent. This guy should work for himself. He's a very nice guy. He's very finicky about his hair, by the way. So there's something about his hair. And you can tell that. But he likes to he likes attention, but not in a bad way. He's just a, I think he's an exceptionally fun person to be around. And he's just a good person. They make a great connection, but um, he kind of likes to be more laid back. Kevin does to some degree. And Tyler's more motivated about things. Like, let's do it. Come on, let's move. You know. That kind of thing. So they could be a little different in that regard, but I do like their connection. I think that there's definitely a lot that can be said about the relationship. Right. It looks pretty good. Floyd, do you have some insight about Kevin Randall's? No. Liar. I no, thought I you were the like the high priestess in the gay community. I know the people. I don't I don't get into their lives. That's mm mm. That's Oh, uh, you got you gotta start being more of a Yenta, you know what I mean? I mean I really I'm not trying to be nosy. <laughs> All really? right, Janet, next up, who do we have? We have the next person we have is another Kevin who's an Aquarian, which is this Kevin is kind of interesting, too. I love his uh, motivation when it comes to work job. Uh, when it comes to his ability to express, uh, i got to work on it a little bit. But I do feel that he's, he's attracted to Emily, who's an Aries, there's a complimentary connection, but you know what? He needs wait, to express himself wait, better. Wait, because... wait, 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 wait. What? What? Emily is a different person. <laughs> That's the next reading. Kevin. Oh, is I was bi- going to say they should hook up. But anyway. <laughs> and maybe so they will. Kevin is, they're very compatible, even though they don't know each other. So Kevin would be someone who is at February 7th, 87. He says, what's the best time for year for proposal 2021 honey don't do one thing during this year this is a really crazy chaotic year because 2020 is if you're going to propose then either do it after november 13 or do which could be around december or do it in january or march of 2021 but i i feel like um, you have to work on your delivery because sometimes your ability to express is not always there this is the february 7th aquarian guy and you have to work on that a little bit. You're a very nice guy, work-oriented, motivated, creature of habit, all that good stuff. And I think that you would probably use a lot, he would probably use a lot of humor when it comes to things he does, too, because he's funny. He has a great sense of humor. I really like his energy as well. Just has to work on his delivery a little bit. And now, okay. And well, now we're looking at Emily. Now, they would have been nice together. But anyway, okay, I'm going to stand on that, Okay. Okay. So Emily is asking, she's an Aries, and she's going, what about my job, and is it okay time to leave my work? Again, this is, not, this is sort of an unpredictable year. This is a year where if you're going to make a change, you want to really make sure that it is the best, the most auspicious time. You're in your Saturn return. People born in 1990 are. That means that it's a growing stage, career, life, work, all the above. So if you're going to make a change, you know, if you can wait to next year, you're better off to make a change with your job and uh, make sure you have something lined up. Because when you said no, nothing else is lined up, it kind of makes me a little nervous because of the economy and the way things are right now. You've been going through some shifts, this little bit antsy part of you where you want to make a change, but this is not the time to do it. I would wait, get something lined up, then you make your, your move. Either do it in August coming up next month 
or do it in December or again, we're back to January and March. Now, I, the reason I'm avoiding February 2021 is Mercury's retrograde. I don't really like moving or making changes under a retrograde, but we'll get into that next year. Ah. You did. Sun is in Leo, so it's good for all those born under Aries, Gemini, Leo, uh, Libra, Sagittarius, Aquarius. And um, for everybody else, it depends on where it is taking place in your astrological chart. So, so it is a good time to have some fun. Again, we all need to stick together. Wear your mask. You know, don't be a hero. You know, definitely wear your mask. And, you know, it's, there's, a, there's a lot that, that can be said about social distancing right now so we can get past this thing. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I was always good at social distancing. You know that. I am too, but the problem is I work with people every day. I love to isolate, but at the same time, my job is to work with people. But I did have a client who thought she had COVID, and then she called me and said she didn't. I had to quarantine myself for a couple days and get blood work just to make sure I was okay. And then she goes, no, I don't have it. Oh, my gosh. But it's okay. At least I know I don't have anything. So our office is very clean, sterile. We we use hand sanitizer. We take their temperature. We do all that stuff, So so we're good. You're seeing people face-to-face again? I am. I've been seeing people. Now, I mean, not during the March period, but yeah, I have been. I haven't stopped really. Um, we're doing a lot of. I'm, I do a lot of phone consults anyway because I have people all over California, New York, Chicago, everywhere. You know, so I have clients everywhere, even Europe. But I, um, but I, so I do a lot of FaceTime and phone anyway. But I still see. I would say a good seventy percent of my office. And but when they come in, you know, they wear their masks. And I can always tell if they should, should or shouldn't take them off. I can always tell. If they work in the health field, it's a different story. But my assistant sterilizes everything. Once people leave, she, we do offer them waters. We have water at little bottles, but um, they take the bottle with them. But we wash everything down, and we haven't had any problems at Good. all. Good. Yeah. Uh, what are you doing? You got any big plans for the rest of today and this week? I am busy this week. I've been actually doing parties, believe it or not. I've been doing actual parties. People are just getting antsy and they want to get out. So I've been busy with that. And I'm doing a lot of writing, which is, you know, I'm trying to finish up two books that I have. And I have something on the works that you're going to find exciting, but I'll text you about it. It's something coming up next year. Is the book about, like, all the famous men you slept with? No, but it's something that you would be interested in, though. Transformers. And I'll tell you. I'll text you with it. Cause right, it's kind of right. up, and it's a secret right now. Okay. But it's going to be benefiting people that are single, so it's going to be kind of interesting. What are you trying to say? That I'm doomed to be alone forever? No, no, no. God, no. You, you are like this great catch. Are you kidding? You know. But what I'm saying is, is that absolutely not. But you're going to have to find somebody who's going to be outgoing and social because it'll balance out you being sort of an isolated person who likes, you know, his space. So you have to have somebody who's a little more bubbly and all that. I think a Gemini would be really good for you because I think that's a good sign for you um, from what I can tell in your chart. I have to ask Mallory what her birthday is again. I forget. She told who's me Mallory? Some girl. Oh my gosh! And I don't. And I thought we were friends. Oh my gosh! I've just been trying to keep it quiet and not rush. Yeah, but you're gonna have to keep things quiet with me. You can text me on the sly. Now that we're on the open on air. I know. I know. All right. Well, um, my bud. Thank you. Well, listen. Post those signs so people can what I sent you if you want. That way they can read what's going on in their own sign for the week. Um, This is the sign that I'm going to say goodbye to you now. Talk to you later. Bye, everybody. Bye. Oh, mention my number when I hang up. All right, bye-bye. Wait, 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 wait. Janet, what's the number for the office? 
My office number is 419-882-5510, 419-882-5510. We are doing in-office and phone consultations as well as FaceTime. So definitely give us a call, or if you're just interested in a question, email us and we will invoice you for just a little tiny little fee. Perfect. Other than that, we're good to go. All talk right. to you later. I'll talk to you. Bye. What a saint that woman is. We enjoy her. I uh, I could see her writing a book and talking about all the uh, like it won't be published until she dies, kind of like the, uh, the the Thandie Newton thing. Like she's like, oh, I got the names, but it's not coming out till I die. After right. Janet dies, it'll be like she slept with um, Prince Harry and she's done readings for President Obama and blah. Like I I don't know. I would believe some of it, but it would definitely be entertaining. I mean, I'm here for all of that. You know, I like a good a good juicy tell-all because like i want to buy a certain book but i don't want to i'm going to buy a certain book we'll put it that way and i can't wait to read it trump's niece oh i can't wait okay it it don't even listen 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 i don't even care that it's tim i like when a family member is scoring and they just talk mad shit if if he was donald trump the Democrat, I would still read it. If he was Donald Trump, the pop star, I would still read it. Like, shit's going down. And I'm sure some of it's, like, highly fabricated just to sell yeah. books. But, like, but here's the thing about most lies and fabrications. There's a, there's a hint of truth in them. So some stuff went down in this family. And who better to tell me than a, a strange niece? Because I'm nowhere near the family. She's right. a lot closer than me, so I'll take her word for it. Yeah, you're, you're right. You got to you got to filter it and know how to separate what's bullshit from where the crumbs of truth are. Because obviously people who are upset have a bone to pick right, or, or an axe to grind and they might fabricate or embellish things. So I think the only thing I've ever read like that was a book about steroids and baseball a long time ago. And I, I believed a lot of it. And But you wonder like how much of these stories are is actually true. But you're right. Yeah. There's there's something in there, and it's not a hard stretch when it comes to Trump stuff. Well, also, and you also got to keep in mind that I, um, I was watching the view the other day, and I know we got to wrap up, but since we're bringing up this book, which I'm going to buy, maybe I'll buy it today. Um, Megan McCain kind of got mad about it because she was like, I don't like stuff like this, blah, 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 blah. But I'm like thinking to myself, I'm like, but here's the thing. What is the goal of someone when they write a book? Make money. Boom! There it is. I'm not writing a book to clear my conscience. Right. I'm not writing a book just to set myself free from lies of years of lies and darkness. I'm writing a book so you can pay for this mansion that I've been looking at for the past ten years. Right. So it's yeah. just like she was like, so like you know, you know, I secretly want to like Megan McCain, but she just gets so babyish. But like she was like attacking her, and I was like, girl, it, it, it's literally a family book. Who are we to say if it's true or not? But like, girl, just don't go attacking the girl. She's going to sell. First off, she's going to sell the. She's going to sell millions of copies because a. She's selling. The, she's not even selling the book as to be like it's a tell-all about the president. She's like, I'm a psychologist. I went to school for this, and I'm gonna tell you right now, my family's fucked up from the president to my father. I think her father or brother. I mean her mom and his brother or sister whatever from like my grandfather and grandmother dynamic so you know the first thing you know what I'm gonna write a book and I'm gonna say it's a memoir and guess what 
it won't be true. Oh, I just walked into my living room for the first time. It's hot. Yeah, it's it's icky outside. Oh, I, I, I would read a book about your life, even if you made it up. My life has been pretty interesting. It's it, it's more of a two-part miniseries on PBS than book-worthy. That way you're just like, oh, this was kind of interesting. But then when you finish watching it, you're like, I need four hours of my life back. Because uh, I'm not that interesting. Nothing in my life has been exciting. Like, that, nothing. That wouldn't be PBS. It would be like, because like that, that's, that's educational. I would think like one of those channels. Yeah, I could be educational. I could be more educational than okay. juicy. Because I was thinking like, would it be PBS or Bravo? And maybe what it really is, is like the channel, like Lifetime 6. <laughs> no, I, now, now don't get me wrong. I feel like if you were to follow me with the camera crew, with my friends and what we do on the weekend, oh, Bravo would have a field day. We would yeah. call it. Glass City shenanigans. Glass City gays. Glass City gays. Oh, the confessionals alone would be hilarious. So, uh, if you if you want before work today, um, watch the Old Guard. It was good. Is it? You said a movie, not a show, right? Yeah, it's a movie. It's on Netflix. Right. It moves. It moves. I can't. I can't pace. take on another. I can't take on another series because I'm almost done with season two of Pose. But I planned it out correctly that when. I'm done watching season two. <sighs> Umbrella Academy premieres on Friday. I know. I'm so ready. I'm. I'm. My body is ripe <laughs> for this moment. One day I'll like. What's what's her? What's the actress's name? The brunette. The, the lesbian. Brunette. The star. Oh, Ellen Page. Yeah, one day I'll like Listen. her. Until then, nope. I her her her, her doubt- character in the story is just so sad and irritating moping she's like the living female version of the donkey and winnie the pooh so then like well i'm not even it's been three years you guys so i'm not even spoiling anything so like when she does reveal her power like why are you still sad like you this is why you've been mopey the whole time like like girl in season two i need you to gain a personality she she's my least favorite and i know it's centered around her but the supporting cast is just that great that when she does have like her on screen time, I'm just like, oh, can we wrap up the storyline with Vanya? Girl, get off the screen. But yeah, I'm excited. I can't think of a. I, I haven't seen all of her work, and I know her breakout was Juno, but I can't. Oh, I, lo- I love Ellen Page as a as an actress, but like this character, I'm like, girl, you were just sad. She, yeah, like, but to me, that's every role she plays. Like, the the friend that is just the energy suck. <laughs> so I, she was good. She was a good Kitty Pride in the X Men franchise, but still whiny. Like she was she, reluctant. Yeah, you're and right. Scared. You're right. I can't even try to make it up for you. Yeah. Oh well. All right. Well, I will talk to you later on today. Then get us out of here. All right. Bye.